If I reminded you that you are perfect, would you argue me down or step into your perfection? Welcome to perfect tomorrow, where there are no excuses, no expectations, and we explore the world without limitations. I'm Jay Clay, rapper, the spiritual teacher, with my co-host Troy Washington, your friendly neighborhood realtor. Let's be real. So let's be perfect. So let's be perfect. to be anywhere sharing out the way that we see life and hopefully helping you realize you're perfect and the reason that i can unapologetically say without hesitation is because i know and i hope that you know that you are one of one you cannot be replicated duplicated you are numero uno the i mean you can call it however you want to call it but the reality of it is you are you and nobody the only reason you think that you're not perfect is if you're looking at somebody else and saying Oh, that's tight, and I'm not. But guess what? It's yours truly, Troy Washington, your friendly neighborhood realtor, and I have my boy, Jake Clay, spiritual rapper and teacher, and we about to get on here and talk about how to develop unwavering faith, how to do that. It's faith. But what up, Jake, man? I'm going to leave right yeah. back. What up? What up? All my perfect people, the perfect land, perfect world, the perfect day, all of this perfectness everywhere, perfect mode. Yeah. Uh, feeling good. Another Sunday, another, another day to explore a topic that I really want to discuss. Um, and, and the reason is that unwavering feel like unwavering, like that's the that's the key to this. Cause I have strong faith in a lot in a number of things, but every now and then waver. Like, oh snap, let me get back, let me get back, back on track. And we know unwavering faith is a thing because there are certain laws that we do have unfavoring faith in, whether we realize it or not. And it's just a matter of applying that across the board toward where we want to. And so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm eager to talk about it. So real quick, before we actually go into it, I just got to ask a question. Yeah. When I, when the intro went off and I came on, did I cut out? Yeah. I knew it. I did, okay. Yeah. I, I, the, the crazy thing was I felt like I did, but I didn't care. I just said, you know what? I'm just going to be faithful to the process, and I'm just going to do it. And when I cut back on, I'm going to be where I'm at. But again, I want to make sure that I reiterate to everybody, if you did not hear it, you are perfect. And the only way you think that you're not perfect is if you're looking at someone else and thinking that they're better than you, but you are perfect. What about Jay? Yeah. So I mean, we, we did hear you. You just cutting okay. out. But it's okay. nothing to re it's nothing. It's no reason not to reiterate it. So thank you for reiterating because we yeah, need man. to know this. We need to accept this because uh, that's part of it. So question for you, like, I know that you said this is something that you really want to explore. And I think that it's something that I really want to explore. But I think that the world really needs to explore just because, um, number one, like, having unwavering faith is kind of like a general rule of thumb that people try to live by. 
but a lot of times it's just something that um it feels like it's one of those things that's easier uh, said than done because we feel like there's always opposition everywhere around us so i want to know what made you um, pull this up to be our topic again i feel like it's something that i need to explore uh, it's something that i'm trying to always build on but what what, what was the the striking point to say okay let's 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 get this die so the, the thing is beliefs are one of the most important things in the in our lives but we don't realize it and that which we believe in or have faith in we we live according to whether it's true or not like the like a belief doesn't care about truth if you believe in it it's going to be true for you you're going to respond to it as if it is real uh and that's all you will see in the world you will see examples of that belief that you have faith in and you might see other people like how can they think like that like where's their common sense where's this or that but they have a different set of beliefs that they're living to yes they're true to their beliefs but it is different than, than me and yours. And so changing our reality is a matter of just changing our belief or, or changing what we have faith in. And if it's that easy, why don't we do it? Why don't we stand true to whatever we want? Like that, like every, every faith, every uh, spiritual faith has these laws in place where they talk about it, where they say like those who believe, those who, who believe without seeing, those who uh, have the faith of a mustard seed, like, and that shows it doesn't even take that much faith. But to really have that unwavering faith, we can change our lives in whatever way we want to for the better. Um, one thing that I want to point out, and I love that you uh, you pointing out, is the fact that it's based off what you believe. And that's the, that's the cool part. Like, it's not, it's not even about um, religion as an example. Uh, you know, just kind of setting forth your own guidelines of what your life is supposed to look like, all that aside, you know, when you get up in the morning, you you kind of have you have you can dictate what your steps are for the day, and it's either you believe that those steps are going to be followed or you're or you're not. And then you know as the day goes on, you go a lot of times adjust, and depending on how big the adjustment is, will determine how faithful you feel like you can be to get to the end of the day. And I just love that you put it that way simply because trying to have a cookie cookie cutter kind of mentality toward it is definitely one of the ways that having unwavering faith becomes almost impossible. Because if I look at the way that you're going about your life, like again, as a real estate broker for myself, there are tons of real estate brokers that have carved out their own path to accomplish the things that they are trying to accomplish. And funny enough, there have been times now again, I have my own path that I've set in my mind, but looking at other people's path, I have sometimes deviated from the plan that I've set for myself. And that could be a, a, a sense of unwavering faith, but even go, to go a step further in me going down their path, which was not my path in the, in the first place, once I come to hiccups of things that, you know, now I've changed what my faith was in and put it in something else. And then when I came to a hiccup that maybe I was not supposed to be able to overcome this objection or this objective, like I waver from that as well. And I understand it, that I'm consistently just losing faith along the way. So, you know, I just love, I love the way that you kind of put that, but go ahead, Jay. Yeah. And, and, and to even like, just, this is, is a simple example that maybe many could understand. Um, there's a time as a kid, 
I believe strongly in Santa Claus. And my steps were kind of ordered by it. Like we, I grew up in a house with a chimney. And I remember like when it was close to, when it was on my birthday, which is Christmas Eve, I would kind of look under the chimney just to just to see. Like, and it was nothing you could tell me about it. Like I was like, nah, all these presents and stuff. Shout out to my parents. But yeah, like all, all these things, like I, I, I just knew Santa was real. And then um, when I later decided that Santa wasn't real, my steps were ordered by that as well. I wasn't looking up the chimney for Santa. I might look up the chimney just because I just want to look up the chimney, but it wasn't for that reason. Um, and so many things in our life, like we, we have we have millions of beliefs, maybe even billions, maybe even trillions. It's, it's hard to actually count the number of uh, beliefs we actually have, but yeah, it, it's, it's worth trying to get to the root and the source of at least a few key ones, a, a few key ones that, that really... Um, that really matter to us. Like, like one health, you know what I mean? Like everybody has their beliefs when it comes to health, what to eat, what not to eat. And I can guarantee you for every food you eat, you could look up something that says this food is bad. And you can look up something that says this food is good. So like, so there's no clear only eat this, only drink this, only do this. It's just, everybody has their own belief system and they're all right. It's just what you give faith to. And now it's funny that you say that because I uh, there's a story that was told to me um, from somebody that I know about their parent. And um, this person, one of their parents, you know, passed away, you know, early in their life, but they never did anything. Like they never smoked cigarettes, they never drunk, like they never did any, any of this stuff. But then the other parent, like, smoked cigarettes their whole life. And like the person that had been smoking cigarettes, like they've been telling them to stop, do that for forever. But is like in their 90s and 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 the the attitude of the person is that stuff don't do nothing to nobody ain't gonna do nothing to me like they had something else going on like they are so adamant in their belief that it does not doing anything to them that essentially it's them they're them willing themselves beyond whatever has been said and there there are tons of examples of things like this in our life that you know, if we really take note in, but I, I think that's again coming to, you know, having the unwavering faith. And I think that for me, the number one killer for a lot of people as well as my as myself, when it comes to having unwavering faith is having faith that something's going to happen, but not think like whenever opposition opposition presents itself, um, you feeling like there's not gonna be opposition there, right? Like instead of having the belief that I'm going to overcome this, you have the belief that I'm going, and again, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have the belief that you can go through and accomplish something without having any hiccups either. If that's what your faith is, then cool. But I don't think that generally people, when they set forth objectives in life, they literally think about it from the standpoint, okay, I'm going to say I want to be a famous rapper and then tomorrow I'm going to be the rapper. When we set that goal, we say, okay, I have to do all these things and this is what's going to happen. And then when we get to opposition, we literally lose our faith because we felt like the opposition was supposed to be easy, even though we don't feel personally that opposition is easy. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, and, and it, I like how you said that because the yeah, opposition just gives us a chance to really exercise that faith, to really show that we really do believe this. Like, because again, like there are some beliefs I have, no matter what you tell me, no matter like many people have tried to tell me, that's not true, Jay Clay. You can't do this. You can't. Watch me. I've been doing it my whole life. There's nothing you can tell me. And then there are some, there are some instances, like maybe when I try something new or like you said, opposition comes up. 
I'm ready to give way to that. I'm, I'm ready to bow down to that. And I have more faith in that opposition than I do in my own ability or myself or the, the, the path that I'm on. And, 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 and again, it's, it's funny, like it's, it's, how can you know what you actually have faith in? Like, is there a way to figure that out? You know what I mean? I, I, I personally think that initially you have faith in everything that you think, or you have faith in everything that you believe. Like, I think that you don't, I don't think that you even can have the thought if you don't have the faith that it's possible. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know a person that literally have felt like they can jump over a mountain in a sense, right? Because I don't ever hear anybody talking about it. But I hear people talk about a lot of things in life, and it's always that initial energy that we have to do it. Like, again, I'm using myself as an example. Now, there was a time, Jay, where I literally did, and I'm talking about it in my adult life within the last five years, I would literally get up and do 100 push-ups every single day. Like, I, I literally did, did it, right? But I remember the process of it. I told myself that I'm going to do 100 push-ups a day. This is without me doing a push-up. And then when I started doing the push-ups and I got to the first 10 or the first 20, I was just like, woo! I don't know if I'm going to do 100 push-ups a day, right? But somewhere in my thinking, I said, you know what? I can't do this. Much. Like, now, while I was doing it, like I said, the first 10 to 20, I started to feel like I couldn't do it. Now, imagine if in the very beginning, it was just a thought, and it seemed easy, right? When that resistance came, I no longer felt like I could do it anymore, even though I knew it was just an action. Like, I, all, the, all the evidence pointed to this is literally just one plus one equals two, and all you got to do is do it. And the reality was, as I was having that resistance and I felt the stress and the pain and I was like, no, I, I don't want to do this anymore. But eventually I had an unwavering faith that if I just kept on pushing a little bit, that I would get to the end of it. Now, here's the deal. Once I started doing it every single day, I said, I'm never not going to do this again. I'm always going to do this. Right. And then the day when I decided not to do it, I didn't have the belief that I could do it anymore. So right now in life, I know that I can do 100 push-ups a day, but I'm having to make myself believe it again because, again, that unwavering faith just came back and, and sat on my shoulders. And, and it, it, it's, it's crazy. Even with all the evidence, you still have to overcome that. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah, and it's funny. So I, I kind of want to break down the situation because I'm fascinated by, like, the number of beliefs that can go into this. And I'm, I'm speaking on myself, too, like, in, in regards to 100 push-ups a day, for example. Like, I know that I can do 100 push-ups a day. So it's one, do I even want to? But I have unwavering faith that I can do one push-up a day for sure. But for sure. my, my, my the, the, the breakdown of the beliefs are, so it's like, why would I be doing these push-ups? Okay, I want to be stronger. Why do I want to be stronger? Well, I want to look more fit. Well, can I look more fit without doing these push-ups? Yeah, I can, but I don't have enough faith to look into that or... Uh, <laughs> You know, like like you, you start thinking of all these things that are competing or maybe if I don't eat a certain way, then I can't have enough energy to do this. Or if I if I play basketball and lifted other weights, then I can't do this today because I'm, I'm going to be too fatigued. Like we're, we're, we're putting all of these rules and restrictions that we can't even keep track of it. And we get caught up 
going down a path that we have no business going down trying to get a result that we don't even know why we want this result because that's like a sub thing of a sub thing of a sub thing if that makes sense no 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 i'm with you and 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 again just just talking this through and again i'm going to rewind and i'm going to go back to when i was actually doing this right at the time when i did it i didn't my agenda was not to have any external you know recognition I didn't want anybody to because I knew like I had this big thing doc and the, the big thing was every spring I hear everybody's talking about they're gonna get summertime fine but as I got older I realized me setting a time frame and a date gave me the end point too and I didn't want to just be exercising for a specific time so when I started doing the 100 push-ups a day it was literally because I wanted to be I wanted to feel strong but I wanted to be strong for forever in a sense so I didn't put any stipulations on it. Now, this was the cool part. When I was doing it, I remember I, I was hitting that mug for a long time. And I still remember showing up to um, a soccer practice one day with, for my son. And when I came out, again, I, I'm fully clothed and everything. One of the guys came up to me then and was like, man, you been working out? And so I was like, "Woo!" you know, I, I kind of had that fire. And it, it motivated me to continue to do it. So to the point that you're making, there are a lot of competing factors. And I think that's part of the reason why you have to kind of remove that and bring it back to you. Because a part of having unwavering faith is having external factors play a role in the faith that you're trying to develop or you're trying to build. Like when you, um, but because again, it motivated me to do it, but at the, on the, at the same token, when I didn't do it, it made me not want to be around those people again. It's just, it's just all of these different, like all of that stuff that kind of plays a role with what's going on. But go ahead, Jay. Yeah, no, nah, I know what you mean because you feel like they're going to be disappointed in you or something. Like, oh man, I thought you were swole. You're not swole anymore. Yeah. Like, which is yeah. stupid. Nobody even think like I don't think enough of somebody like that. I just say I don't think of people, but you know what I mean. Right. So, um, okay. So, one belief that I know for sure that I changed growing growing up that uh, had a profound impact was about being sick. I used to think you just have, it's just something that happens. You can't do anything about it. You're going to get sick every year. And I, I really did believe that. And I used to get sick two to three times a year. Uh, and then I remember like later starting, I, I wanted to just try to take more control of my health uh, and be more conscious of it. I remember watching the video, like sickness isn't natural. You're not supposed to get sick. The body isn't supposed to get sick. I was like, what? Is this, is this true? Like, you know, I, I started looking for examples of it to be true. And I was like, wow, I've been having faith in something that I didn't have to have faith in. And not to say that that's not true or the other isn't true. Is again, what is your faith in? What is your faith like? And so I started exploring this. And in that, I stopped getting sick. Like, I might, I might have symptoms of sickness once every seven years now, if that. But it's like, it's not even a thought anymore. And yes, things have changed. You can say, oh, your diet's changed. You don't eat the same way you used to. This is true. Uh, you could you could blame it on that. But you could say his mindset, too, because of my mindset. Maybe I naturally crave these other foods because I don't believe that this is possible. But it, it's, it's just so much that goes in there. And because of that, I know that it's very possible to change a core belief for good forever. And it's like, OK, if this is possible and this changed my life in this way, what other core beliefs can I start to change? So I, I want to say this, and I'm going to rewind. I heard everything that you said, but when we talk about 
having unwavering faith and changing their belief. I'm going to tell you, like, literally what you just said now. You said, and, and again, the, the belief that we have is that we cannot control our health. Like, that's, in, in what you said, you said, at some point I feel like I'm going to take more control. You didn't say I'll control. You said I'm going to take more control of my health. And so even in that, you that you went on to say that. So now I don't, you know, I might get sick once every seven years because you only like your belief was I'm just going to take more control and not all control. And it just, it just goes to show that like we can put even even in that we can still put boundaries on it. But the reality of it is you're right. Once you decide to take more control of your health, it didn't have anything to do with your eating or anything. It just had to do with you being more intentional about who you are and what you wanted. And I think that I'll go ahead, Jay. Well, I'll say, and well, I said six symptoms every seven yeah. years, not six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, impossible yeah. for me to get yeah. sick now. But go ahead. You, you, no, no, I, I'm with you. But I mean, but again, even in that, it's just the simple fact that that's just the choice. And you, if you want to talk about having unwavering faith, to even believe that you can do something like that, that you don't even realize that you can do. And I know that a lot of times people don't do that. I'm not talking about you, but I see people doing, taking those steps whenever they get to a point and they feel like they don't have any choice. Like when a doctor tells them, you got to do this, and they feel like they don't even have control then, they're just going through the steps in order to be better. Well, if I do these things, I'm going to be better. But literally saying I'm going to take control of my health is a whole different mindset and I, I just love that you pointed that out that way go ahead jay yeah and, and even just to point out because i appreciate you pointing that out too about i said more control but not complete I, I, was, I was saying that in reference to the early stages because even in the early stages of me kind of taking on this persona and accepting this belief i still was giving it to different things along the way so for example let, let's say i did switch back up my diet for a little bit i might get that thing in my throat i'm like oh man i gotta go back to my diet like i, I was giving the belief to the diet and all of this other stuff. And uh, I had to I had to shed that as well and, and take total control and say, I am the reason. I am the, the one who decides what happens to my body, if, if this or that. Like even with, with COVID, like, you know me, I, I used to brag that I'm the cure. People who are around me don't get COVID. And we was playing basketball. None of them got it, like all of that stuff. So, but, but again, like for me to have such strong faith in this, it would seem easy to apply it to other things. Yet I realize I have not been, and not to say that I can't, and I appreciate you pointing that out because we are very well capable to do this with everything because it, it takes nothing to believe a belief. Like it, it's so, it requires no energy. No, so look, I'm gonna tell you this story real quick because I literally was just telling my wife this story this morning because of circumstances in our life, right? So when I was working at Chase, when I was working a daytime job at Chase, um, I still remember we were doing this workout program where we would go and get our just like our whole body check out every week, right? And so um, I was in the nurse's office every week. You know, they checking my health. Troy, you got you got absolute supreme health. You're good, all this kind of stuff, right? But one day I was sitting at my desk, and I'm sitting at my desk. Now, again, I could tell you all the things that were running through my mind at the time that may have caused all of this to come about within me. But I'm sitting at my desk, and then I got up, and I went to the nurse. Now, I wasn't week or anything like that, but I just felt like something was wrong with me, right? So I went to the nurse and I was like, hey, I need y'all to check me out because something ain't right. And even the nurses tried to give me my power back in that moment. They were like, dude, 
You got perfect health, Troy. We just checked you out the other day. You good, I promise you. And I was like, well, I hear what you're saying, but something not right. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel what y'all saying, but something ain't right. So essentially, they they checked my blood pressure. And in the moment she checked my blood pressure, her eyes got big, right? She's like, oh, my God. I think we need to call the doctor, right? And then I said, well, let me tell you what you're not going to do. You're not going to put me on no stretcher and wheel me up out this mug. And she's like, well, Troy, we got to do this mug now because you're in this mug and something wrong. So, that, so essentially, just kind of fast forward the story. I get in the ambulance and my blood pressure is like crazy high. And then my blood sugar is like crazy low. They like, did you eat today? I like, yeah, we just had a piece party. They like, you can have eaten in the last four or five days, like the way your blood sugar is. So I go to the doctor. They tell me at this time, blood pressure crazy. I leave the hospital emergency room out there all day. And then I have to continue to go back to the doctor, right? And so this is where the mentality and the unwavering faith had to come into play for me. So the doctor says, say, dude, you got to take this blood pressure medicine. And I said, okay. And I said, well, doctor, I got a question for you. I said, if I didn't want to take this medicine, what would I need to do? And he said, well, Troy, you got to take this medicine. But what you're going to have to do is you have to make sure you exercise every day. You got to stop uh, worrying about the stuff that whatever you're worrying about and all this kind of stuff, right? So I said, okay, cool. So you say exercise every day and stop stressing and arguing with people? Got you. Because in my mind, I said, I'm not taking this medicine, dog. I did not want to take it. And so just, again, just kind of tell you, I had to have checkups throughout a three to six month period. And every time I went to the doctor, I told him I was taking medicine. But let me tell you what I did. And you would think like, in my mind, I didn't have a treadmill at the time, but in my mind, I told myself, I'm not taking this medicine. I'm going to be in shape and I don't care what I'm going to eat. I'm going to eat a certain way and this is just how it's going to be and it's going to go down. All right. So every night, I promise you, bro, we had, uh, I would stand behind my couch while Chardonnay was watching TV and TJ at the time was playing and I would just be running behind the couch, like just running, just running for like long periods of time and I would be exercising and all this kind of stuff, right? Never took medicine. So I would go back to the doctor. Now, in my mind, I was like, I'm going to make myself better. Get it? I said, I'm going to make myself better. And I believed it wholeheartedly. Every time I went back to the doctor, he was like, man, you've been taking the medicine? I'd be like, yeah. He's like, man, I can tell. Your blood pressure been real stable. You're getting, you know, you're getting better. So when four months hit, I'm doing the same stuff. And then when I go to him, he's like, he like you've been, medicine must really work. It sure did. And he was like, I think you're ready to go back to work because you become stable. Everything's done. And pretty much what I did, I hit up friends too and said, look, I, I know we be debating about stuff a lot. I'm not doing that no more. I'm just telling you, I'm chilling. And I, I, I feel like I willed myself back to health, right? And essentially because I was not taking, I never took a pill. Never, not once. You know what I'm saying? Not one time. And when you talk about taking back control of what you want to control, I always believe this possible, but go ahead, Jay. Yeah, that, no, that, that's awesome. And and I've heard something before about like personas that we take on. Like every person may take on different personas given certain time periods or seasons or whatever. And with each one comes its own set of beliefs. So they talk about like people who um, in one, one day they might have a tumor 
then that night they don't have a tra- it's not a trace of the tumor. Then the next day it's there again. Next night is not there again. And and I, I can attest to the having different, I guess, personalities. Like sometimes I'm like, yeah, let's let's go all in. Let's just make it happen. It's time to go hard. Other times I'm like, nah, let's chill, let's relax, take our time. Like and, and it's and it, but each one has its set of beliefs. And it, again, it's not wrong or right. But one thing we do want to get in check are those things that we feel affect us the most, like health, like you said with that. And I've had similar stories. Like even, even I'm glad you brought up pill. I used to take a multivitamin back in the day. I haven't taken one in like seven, eight years, and I feel as healthy as I've ever felt. And the the, the thing is, man, I'm thinking about it because I'm, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about ways like because man, you've been running, I'm thinking about ways that I've let my faith waver in that. And then even times I took it back in the same run and it just made a difference. Man, it's so, so, okay. So my, my question then is based on like the story you just told and just what you know, it, what would be a step or a couple of steps to one, find the belief that you want to have faith in and then to make yourself have faith in it or believe in it? I'm going to tell you, bro. So I told you I went down a wormhole of videos the other night and I love listening to, you know, positive talk from different people. It doesn't matter who it is, um, because I, I, I also think that um, if you put positivity in, uh, your body is going to accept it if that's what you want. And it'll help. It'll help in all of these things that we're talking about. But if I had to, uh, one of the things that I got from the video and I've heard this a million times. But I think that it's just that once you write a contract with yourself, don't negotiate. Like, don't negotiate the contract. Um, and what I mean is, like, if I told myself that I'm going to do 100 push-ups a day just because that's what I want for myself, then do it. Because I think when it comes to health, as an example, and I'm talking about physical health, mental health, um, emotional health, like nothing is better than um and and not, hold on let me add this to it as well as well as having unwavering faith because i think a lot of times your faith um is emotion based like uh fulfillment based like when you say that i'm gonna go get a drink of water and then there's water there for you to drink you have faith that there's going to be water there every time you want something to drink until there's not water there. So I think that number one is like, once you write a contract with yourself, just commit to it. Even if it takes me all day to do 100 pushups, just do it no matter what, because at the end of the day, no matter how hard it was for me to get there, the amount of love and joy that gets to exude from my body, which in turn will strengthen my faith, will be there. So I just think that just not compromising that contract is important. That's the number one thing for me. Go ahead. Yeah. So with me, right, thinking just thinking of what I have faith in, I would say that I, I don't have faith in that because what end up happening is I would be really careful of the contracts I write for myself. And I would almost not even write contracts because I'm like, ah, that's true. And I believe in it. And I know because, okay, that's the thing, right? If I'm consistent in something, I know I'm going to get better. Guarantee you're you're going to get better. But I also know if I'm not consistent and I want to keep up with the people that are consistent, 
I will find a way to get better without being consistent. And, and, and I guess one of the ways to, to say that is like LeBron James, right? He came in the NBA from high school, started off doing good. It, it was no adjustment period. He just started off going good. Now, as a grown man, if I'm in the profession of basketball, there's no way an 18-year-old is going to come in and just dominate me from start from day one. Like, it's, it's, it's not going to happen. Uh, but he had that, DeBarn had that mindset, like, nah, I'm, I mean, I know he was consistent too when you hear the story, but he had that mindset, like, I'm going to figure out the ways to go harder, faster, to be better, faster, and be better, greater. And I know just personally for me, sometimes it's consistency in that, and sometimes it's not. And I, I just use that as an example, not to say that your step is wrong. I'm just using that as an example of, of different faiths uh, and how they can be in conflict, but both be true. I, I would say this to that, though. Because even in even in what you're saying, it, it doesn't mean that there's a, and that's the reason why I said it doesn't matter how it looks, right? Like, one one hundred pushups didn't have like some people. Some people are going to get down and do one hundred pushups because they want to be faster. They want to get the, to the to the end line. They they want to do it this way because that's how it sounds. But even from your standpoint, when you think about like you have an end result, which is the main faith, right? It's not about the process of it. So the idea is it doesn't matter how you get there. It's just a matter of you getting there. And so to me, that's where I, I, I say that when you, because the reality of it is whether you think that we're writing contracts or not, we're writing, like, that's just the way that I think about it. But we're writing contracts all day, every day. We all are trying to, accomplished love, accomplished joy. Like one of the things my wife tells me all the time is she wants to spend more quality time. Like that's just one of the contracts that we got. And she will tell me all the time too, that I don't care what we do. Like, I mean, I think that you care what we do, but she's like, I don't care what we do. As long as it's something that indicates that this is what's happening. Right. And so the, the, the pathway now, I wouldn't be as specific with my pathway, and that's where I would agree with you. I would not say that I have to do it this way because if I'm saying that I have to do it this way, then I have to ask myself, what am I modeling myself after? Who am I trying to be? Because that might not be the idea for me. Like, you know, that's kind of where I am with it. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah. One thing I like what you said is you still have the end result in mind. And so basically, right, you're right. I have faith on the end result. So the right. steps don't really matter as long as I have faith in that. And, but one thing I will say is that you talking about 100 push-ups a day makes me want to do some push-ups. Like when we finished, when we finished program, I do want to do push-ups. But what, what that made me bring, come to mind is if you those you, you associate yourself with, they can affect you. So it's if you know that this is a path you want to go down, if this is a goal for yourself, it behooves you to associate yourself with people of that like mindset, because there's no way I'm going to be around people that that meditate all the time and I'm not meditating. It's like, oh, man, yeah, you're experiencing this. I got let me let me meditate right now. You know, like just whatever it is based on the people you're around the most. So, yeah, I, I like that. No, no, I, I want to piggyback on what you just said, because, again, it, it this is in line with the video wormhole that I was just in the other night. And one of the things that it said, it's funny, it said talked about the contract. It, it actually talked about the, the next phase to that is you are your environment, 
right? Like, it's not to say that you cannot be anything else, but your consistent day-to-day actions are your environment. Like, so if you want to meditate every day, the idea would be for you to put yourself around accountability partners that meditate. Because the thing is, we put ourselves in situations every day anyway. We, we just choose, like, if I don't want to be accountable to anybody, then I get quiet, I get to myself, and I go and watch TV, right? And I don't have anybody to answer to except for myself. And the thing is, if I'm not committed to my own contract for myself, then I can tell myself anything every day as a reason for me not being who I want to be. So I definitely 100% agree. And that's something that I think that you and I have mastered, right? And it's, it's the mastermind. Like, there's nothing like coming to the mastermind and saying that I've done the things that I said that I want to do. There's also nothing like coming to the mastermind and not have done the things that you want to do. And in the video that I was looking at, it said that, you are essentially the five people that you spend the most time around, right? So for me, it's intentional when I jump on and talk to you about working out. It's intentional for me to listen to you uh, talking about working out because I had a stint where over a week that I didn't really do anything and I can have whatever reason I had, but there was nothing like hearing you saying, I'm having an easy week, but I'm still going. There was nothing like that. It wasn't that you told me that I needed to do anything, but I know because I have you as one of my top five in my life, I'm going to always be heading in the, not the right direction, but the direction that I want to go in. And also that helps with the faith of me knowing that I can do it, right? I had a, a, a tough week. You had a week too, but my faith told me by watching you that he made it through, you can make it through too. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah. And so, okay. Uh, yeah, that, that's true. And I, I love that because I, I get the same thing from you as well. It's like, man, he still kind of went hard this week. I got to, let me do a little bit of something. Just even though this is my, this is my rest week, let me just do something. So, yeah. Uh, but what, what also came to mind was I heard a channeled speaker, um, like channel, like channel, like a spirit, whatever, talked about how either 2%, maybe it was 0.2%, of the world's population, gravity is not one of their beliefs. And that like that, that just blew my mind. Cause you know, my belief is like, if we really, if we believe hard enough, we can fly. You know what I mean? And Me too. even gravity too. is a belief, but as you said, we are our environment. There are so many things in our environment that we, that reaffirm it that says gravity is a real thing and that we should be affected by it. And I just bring that up just to show that nothing is above belief. Like, you can transcend any belief. You can you can be in the heart of, of beliefs. It really like I I kind of think that's what a miracle is in a sense. Like it's it's connecting with someone to help train to help change their belief in a direction that they want. So I'm gonna tell you this. This is one of the things that I love about coaching more than anything, right? Because I have a bunch of kids that cannot do something, and along the way i'm trying to help them believe that they can do it now more than more of for my son than anybody else because i get to spend the most time with him but the reason why i point them all out is because 
I've put kids in situations and they've literally told me now, uh, just kind of give you an example. TJ has always been my point guard for my teams, right? But since day one, I've always told TJ he was a point guard. He can run a team. He can do all these things. So I don't think that he believes that – I don't think that he has a belief in him where it's not possible, right? So when somebody new comes to my team, I'm always trying to uplift them and, and, and give them the same thing. But at the same time, they haven't had anyone in their life telling them the exact same thing that I'm telling them. And so I've had kids where I've put in that seat and they literally come to me and told me, now, mind you, it's just a game. And it's something that you know that you have to learn to do through time. But I've had them come to me and tell me, I can't, I can't, I can't do that. That's not something that I can do. And then from the moment that they've said that they can't do it, it's, it feels, again, I know it's not impossible, but it almost feels impossible for me to coach them into that, right? Now, I want to go to my son as an example. I told him he can do all these things. And then there was also a time when his shot was not correct when it comes to the standard of how somebody shoots a shot. And so now with me correcting his shot and helping him get his form right and telling him over and over again that he could do it, I have seen how his mentality has shifted. And I literally just posted a video of him shooting online. Right? And when we started to shoot, the very first shot he shot, he missed. And I told him, I already see you getting into your head about this, but that's not anything for you to worry about. The only thing you need to worry about is just doing it the right way and it'll take care of itself. And I literally say this to him in the video. And immediately after that, he reels out 17 shots in a row that he makes. And the thing is, I told him that exact same thing over and over again, but in that moment, I believe that he really believed it. And so it just like me seeing kids internalize the belief of something is something that I get to witness over and over again. And it's always a, it's, it's always a, um, it's always a, a lesson for myself to, 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 to give me myself them same practices because we can do it too. Even when it's something that we've never done before. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah. And I, I, I think two keys, especially in what you said is one repetition, um, like a repetition of a belief, especially if we're, if we're changing a belief, we have to be willing to repeat that over and over again until we b believe it and not doubt it every time we, we come confronted with it. Cause it's easy to repeat the same thing, but every time you're repeating it in your mind, you're doubting it. It's like, no, 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 like repeat it and actually believe, start to believe, allow yourself to be able to believe and then it'll get easier and easier. And the second thing too is the people around us. Like we can't, we can't see them as less than in our minds. Now we don't necessarily have to say this because sometimes it start it can lead to arguments and then they can reaffirm their position of inadequacy and, and affirm and reaffirm that even more. But in our own minds, can you hear me? Cause I look like I'm frozen. Yeah, no, I can hear you though. Okay. Yeah. Cause, cause in our own minds, we actually, yeah, we, we can actually see people as, as greater than they see themselves. And what happens is, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you felt like the whole world could do something that you couldn't do. Like everybody, like everybody. And what did you do? You're like, nah, I got to figure this out. I got to do this. And probably in record time, you were able to do it. And the thing is, if, if that's all it takes, like 
we if we just start to hold everyone in the world to a higher standard, like believe that they are loving, believe that they are kind, believe that they are capable, believe that they are successful, it will make us embody all of these things automatically because we're like, oh, well, if all these humans can do it, it's natural for a human being to be able to do this. So I, I love that you say that. And again, I'm going to bring back up TJ. Like me seeing and witnessing it made more things possible for me because I haven't ever seen a kid. I mean, I know kids do it. I have per, per I have personally never witnessed a kid because I've never sat and watched any kid shoot like I seen him shoot, right? So I never seen a kid hit 10 shots in a row because I don't watch kids shoot like that, right? So I had to have faith that it can be done for an 11-year-old to do it, right? And for him to for him to accomplish it, it was like, again, I was happy for him, but the thing that shoots through my body is anything is possible. Like, anything is possible. And one other thing that I want to point out, even when it comes to shooting, I'm going to tell you about you step as an example. But the other thing that I never did was, when we're out shooting those days, sometimes he'll shoot. And even though he doesn't have the right form, he'll make it. And I'll tell him, nah, I don't count that shot. Because the thing that I'm trying to teach him is that sometimes you're going to miss even when you shoot it the right way. But the consistency is what's going to make sure that you have a better opportunity in most cases. Because sometimes he'll shoot it the wrong way in, the, in you know, from the standpoint of a structured shooter and it'll go in because it still rolls off the front of his hand some kind of way, right? But I always want him to have that form. Now, this is the, the thing that made me do this for him. We all qualify. Most people that I know qualify. Steph is one of the greatest, if not the greatest shooter of all times. And we re recently watched his movie. And in his movie, um, you know, he was kind of like TJ at the time. And his, his shot was kind of all over the place. And he, he, his dad was on him about shooting a certain way. Shoot this way so that way you know where it's going every time. And so he started to do it, and he was frustrated uh, because his it was just too much. And he went to his mom, and his mom told him, she was like, well, if you think it's too much, keep doing what you're doing. Or if you have the faith and believe that your dad knows what he's saying, suck it up and do what your dad told you to do. So he went outside for months, and he just literally just kept doing what his dad told him to do, and he would come in frustrated every day. So in his first game, I think it was when he went to uh, college, his first game, he went out there and he didn't make nothing, zero. But the thing was, he never changed his shot, right? And the coaches was thinking even after that game, we don't even know we're going to be able to play this kid. It's crazy that he came out here, like he stunk up. And it wasn't like he was not wide. He had shots that he was wide open, shooting the right way, and it, still, it just didn't go in. But he didn't change what he did. And this is the unwavering faith. He went back the next game, regardless of what anybody said, and kept doing the same thing. And he goes off for like 35, 40 points, like kills the game. And again, fast forward to where we are now, nobody's made more shots than this man. Nobody's done more in shooting than this man. And the thing that he's done is continue to have the unwavering. We talked about LeBron, but continue to have the unwavering faith that if I do this this way, I would I will do it better than everybody else from now to the end of time. But uh, go ahead, Jay. I, I love that. Um, I, I love that. 
And yeah, it's cool because they, they talk about there's a quote. I well, okay, something about me. I just like breaking traditional beliefs. Like just 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 to show that there's something else. But there's a belief like insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. And man. Like, I mean, like in, in a sense, like Steph is doing it. He's doing the same thing over and over. And even if he misses, he's expecting a different result, which is to to hit. You can say he's crazy. You can say he's insane, but he's he's definitely successful in what he does. Like you said, he's one of the most decorated shooters that we've seen thus far in humanity. And um, and, and it goes to show that, like, yeah, we, we should have faith in ourselves, even even if everyone and everything in the world is saying, nah. You can't do this. Nah, you're not supposed to do it this way. Are you crazy? Are you mad? No, don't do it this way. Like, just do you the best way you know how. Like that 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 inkling you get in inside. Like, ooh, I can do it this way. I can try it this way. It's there for a reason because that's that's who we are. Like that's that's that true us. The the ones that want to try it a certain way. Uh, and like for for Steph, which, what I like about that story was his goal of being a great shooter his faith in that was greater than I just want to do it my way because, you know, you said his mom said, Hey, if you believe that your dad knows what he's talking about, just suck it up, listen to him because he, he had that, that thing. But if he didn't want, if he didn't care about the league, if he didn't care about being the best shooter, he would just follow what he would have did and have that faith in him. And who knows where he would be. He might not be in the NBA, but he would still be somewhere being able to do him happily. And it, it, it's about that, that core faith belief that we actually have. So I'll say this to kind of add on to all of because, again, you know, for me as the dad, that's the coach, that much was like a godsend story for me with, with me watching. And I encourage anybody to watch it because it's not just about basketball. When I'm talking about it, like that, that principle where, that we're talking about applies to everything. But even somebody that's gone through some difficult times, man, like I've gone through some difficult times and the unwavering faith that I've had to have is that everything is going to be OK. And the cool part about it is I've gone through hard times and still go through hard times today. And I have told myself as a practice, just like shooting that shot, even though it's not something that you want to hear or you might not be ready to receive it, is that everything is going to be okay. And I'm going to tell you the beautiful thing about it all is that just like Steph maybe having a game where he doesn't make any shots, then him having a game where he makes all his shots. In these hard times that I've gone through, there have been days where I didn't make any shots in life. But then there have been days where my creativity and what I've been able to do to even just improve my situation on a micro level have been phenomenal because growth and potential happen in those times. Because when you have faith, it helps you see outside of the box that you have put yourself in. Like when you don't have faith, all you see is the inside of that box. That's the only thing that you can witness because you're you can only you can only live in worry. But again, oh, no, go ahead, Jay. Well, yeah, I, I want to comment because I, I mean I know you don't mean it this way, but it's a chance for a belief. Because yeah. uh, recently, because you said about when you're in hard times. I realized they're not, it's not really hard times because I'm still smiling. I'm still enjoying myself. I'm still enjoying my day. It's so much to enjoy and have joy off of. It's just my, my definition or my, my judgment of the situation is, is the, the, 
it's not it's not aligned. The, the image of my mind, how this situation should be, is not aligned with how it's physically being represented. But again, if I so choose to, I can be happy throughout this entire unmatching of, of things. So it's not really hard. It's just not matching. Yeah, no, no. And I'm with you. And, I, and I, I'm literally saying the same thing, but that's just only a descriptive word because the only reason it's considered to be a hard time is because your faith is not where it's supposed to be. That's the only reason. And that's the reason why I say that in those times, if you can have the faith, small things start to happen. It's not, it might not be where you were trying to go, but what I, what's happened for me is I have a day where everything is hitting. I had this new idea. I had this new call. I had my family do these things, like all these things that I wouldn't even pay attention to because I didn't allow my faith to lead the way or in front of me. And so that's why you, it's, it's, it's important to do exactly what you said. You have to choose to look at the at the joy. Go ahead, Jay. And, and I love that you said too, like you wouldn't have been able to do certain things um, had th these situations showed themselves the way that they are. And I, I agree. And, and that's the thing. And it's like, you say to yourself, well, if you truly had faith in it to be all right, then even through this, it'd be all right. And it's like, oh yeah, you're right. It's true. So just keep having faith, keep doing what you're doing. And like you said, you will have those days where you make all of your shots, even shots that you didn't even know you can make. Like, oh, man, I'm making this, too. Let me try. Let me try this. Then you, you try a new goal, something you've never done before. You make it like, wow, this is beautiful. And those will definitely outweigh the times that you miss, because when you're not missing, it's just it's just calibrating. It's just the, 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 the physical reality is calibrating, so to speak, to match your internal belief system. So I'm going to bring real estate into this. And this is just a message to my team um, as well. And for anybody that's an entrepreneur, entrepreneur anyway, all right, a big part of being an entrepreneur is having an unwavering faith that whatever this business is, I'm creating will have business in the end. But a lot of the time, it requires steps that precede you getting business. So there's... I always evidence from other people, but there's not evidence from what you've been able to create within yourself to draw that. And so the one thing that I've been trying to tell my team over and over again is that, you know, I do videos and stuff online and sometimes a video might get a response and sometimes it doesn't. But my unwavering faith says, if I continue to do this, more people will be attentive to what I'm doing and, and will in turn ask for me to help them and that that I'm so passionate about and I'm knowledgeable. And that's just me trusting. And so the funniest thing that happens over and over again that I, I try to show them is that, look, look at this person coming, like literally somebody's coming and say, hey, I'm interested in what you're talking about. How can I help you? And it may just be that one comment or it might be one DM. And I, I say that to say for everybody in business as well, like, you know, what you do you know how to do it and you have to understand that business you have to trust that if i tell enough people then it will be utilized in a way that i want it to be utilized but you cannot do it one time you can but you don't want to do it one time 
and expecting the result. Just like me wanting to have a, a bigger chest, me doing push-ups, 100 push-ups today, and then going and looking to the mirror, expecting my chest to be bigger than it was the, the day before. Um, you know, just trust the process. Have faith and know that you will get to the end point that you desire. Not that anybody else has said for you, you get to the end point that you desire by the consistency. Go ahead, Jay. I, I will say, if I did 100 right now, my chest is going to look bigger in the mirror. Yeah. I have faith that right now. Forget forget them later. Oh, now, now. Um, <laughs> so, so real quick, because I know we get a long time. Just to recap um, of, the, of the, the main things to follow. I know you had said, what did you say? Well, well go ahead. Yeah, number wait, one, wait. number one was write that contract. Write that contract with yourself. I mean, you're writing them anyway, but when you write that contract, do not compromise. It doesn't matter how you get it. Like when we when we buy a house, we get a 30 year loan or 15, depending on who you are. And the reality of it is you can pay it off in two years, you can pay it off in five years, you can pay it off in 15, you can pay it off in 30. And guess what? Even if you can't pay it off in 30, you can refinance it and get another 30 years. But the reality of it is, whatever it is, make sure you follow the guidelines and get to the end. Go ahead, Jay. But before you go to the next step, the next other steps in the recap, um, with that contract, it, is it a contract with yourself of the result or the contract with yourself of the steps to get to the result? It just depends on how you want to set it, right? Because you get to set the terms of the contract. You might say, I want this house, but it has to have a new roof. I want this house and it has to have, you know, the shrubbery put up on it. So if I say that I'm going to do 100 push-ups a day, I might say that I give myself all day to do it. I might say that I give myself 30 minutes to do it. But whatever you set for yourself, do it unapologetically and 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 be you know be uh, intentional about it. Yeah. Cool. And yeah. I think the uh, next step. Oh, go ahead, Jay. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I think the next step was what you brought up, and that was community. Like making sure that. The, the, the community that you have around you, not everybody in your life, not, not talking about everybody in your life, but the reality of it is, if I want to meditate every day, and I, I, let's say I jump on Facebook all the time and I'm not doing anything but scrolling videos, why not jump on and join a meditation group? Why not find some friends that want to meditate too? When me and you started working out, I told you I want to work out, you told me what you work out, we already have a mastermind. We already have a mastermind with ourselves, me and you. We created a whole nother group, and I found somebody else that wanted to work out too. And then we just jumped on together, and we was like, "Okay, let's go hard." But the the thing was, there was power in the 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 community that we have, and then we set goals, which we didn't set time frames. We said we're gonna run a five k, we're gonna run a ten k, and we've never set a date. But what we've been doing is we've been faithful to our process so that way whenever we do get there we'll be the way that we feel like we each should be go ahead jay cool and, and, and the last thing to add i would say is definitely repetition like just yeah. be be repetitive <laughs> repetitive uh, <laughs> just keep keep saying it over and over like make yourself believe it find ways to believe it make sure that that everyone uh everyone not everyone just Make sure that there are things in your life that support your belief in it. So, um, yeah. So just to wrap this up, uh, appreciate everybody that that joined us this time around. Uh, 
yeah, good show, good topic. I'm ready to try this in the ways that I want to have unwavering faith in. Join us next week as we talk about forgiveness and how you're doing it wrong. Uh, and yeah, anything you want to say real quick, Joy? I just want to tell everybody, y'all please share. Let somebody know because we want to help as many as we can as well as helping ourselves because every time you join in, you make us better. Yeah, so yeah, if you, if you find us helpful anyway, hit that share button, make sure you like it, heart it, all that good stuff. And yeah, just I appreciate y'all. And remember, you're a perfect creation made by a perfect creator. So you might as well accept your perfection and enter perfect mode. Yeah. If I reminded you that you are perfect, would you argue me down or step into your perfection? Welcome to perfect mode, where there are no excuses, no expectations, and we explore the world without limitations. I'm Jay Clay, rapper, the spiritual teacher, with my co-host Troy Washington, your friendly neighborhood realtor. Let's be real. So let's be perfect. Perfect. Everything.